the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. kind of day. I love this kind of day. Because this is the kind of day that you can teach your children and your grandchildren exactly what we're dealing with in this country. We're not dealing with principled people. We're dealing with extortionists, with people who intimidate, who have every aspect of their policy and philosophy rooted in forced compliance. Every single aspect of the Democrat mafia, the socialist, the Marxist, the communist, or the Democrats' agenda, is rooted in forced compliance. You must agree with them, or there will be chaos in the streets. Right, Ann Esther? You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try and stop us. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. Women will be in control of their bodies. And if they think black women are intimidated or afraid, they got another thought coming. Black women will be out in droves. We will be out by the thousands. We will be out by the millions. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our own bodies. Thank you. Hello, everybody. There she is in all her glory and all her beauty. Ann Esther, Maxine Waters. Now, I'm not a black woman, Squirrel. You'd be shocked at that. I haven't declared myself to be a black woman either. I, if I could, I could probably get a big job with the government. However, if you are, do you realize that this woman speaks for all black women? All women. This is the part that I find sickening. I know a lot of women. Oh, Squirrel, I was quite the charmer with the ladies back in my day. I know very few capable of killing their kid. Now, I understand that society has been lured into not thinking after all, that's how the Democrats can exist. But this is clearly more evidence that humanity itself is in its intellectual infancy. Morons. Absolute and total morons. This is not about a woman's right to control her body. Keep your panties on. Simple. That's the control of the body. What happens after that? It's real science. Not like that global warming bull dung. That's real science. And it's provable science. Because right upon some experimentation and a little tomfoolery, another person starts to grow. Simple. Now, you want everyone's complacency, right? You heathered, haggard, political whore. You want everyone's complacency. Well, you get to kill the baby. You and other people of your lack of character, your lack of conscience. The other people that would even think or even entertain. What do I do? Let's kill the baby. And this is coming from a guy who grew up with a lot of gangsters. 
Still don't know a one of them that would say, let's kill the baby. But apparently there's a lot of Democrats out there. And this is what we're really talking about, right? Or are we talking about all people on earth? Here's another rising star proving beauty is skin deep but ugly. That is to the bone. AOC. I think um, what the Supreme Court just did was that they chose to endanger the lives of all women and all birthing people in this country. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) So she said all women and all birthing people. Can you uh, can you look up? Would you ask the evil Google? Is there anybody but a woman that could give birth? And let's not exclude. You know, I mean, I mean, let's not include like you know, animals and whatnot. Is there any human being other than a woman that could give birth? Even as I, I was in the school yesterday doing the broadcast, which was very successful. And you know, my heart broke. My you know, my wife gets mad at me because I make fun of. I'm not really making fun though. It's just my observation. A young man, strapping young man, 19 years old, probably a size 44 suit coat, walked by in a size 14 dress. I'm not kidding you. And, you know, am I supposed to not say, you look ridiculous? Am I not supposed to say, uh, you have a three-piece set. You are never going to be a birthing person. Are we supposed to state the obvious? I guess that's kind of what we're doing here. We're stating the obvious. See, the kids... The babies, the children, among Democrats, they're tools, they're pawns, they're weapons of extortion. But they're not really human beings. That's why they don't mind when they get slaughtered in their Democrat utopias like Chicago, New York, and New Jersey. But to normal people with an IQ over 60 and intellect and some idea of conscience, that is the exact future that we're fighting to protect. Those are the future. So when you kill 55 million of them because you have somehow wooed their mothers into stupidity, and into a rage where they're capable of murdering their child. You're not helping the future. You're harming it. And we could use example after example of how people come from nothing and achieve greatness. doesn't matter to you, Democrats, because you're the kind of scourge that could use a swindle, a phrase like women and birthing people, you stupid son of a dog. I think um, what the Supreme Court just did was that they chose to endanger the lives of all women and all birthing people in this country. Uh-huh. Um, but not only that, they've chosen to strip rights from men, too. Oh, the men. You might as well throw the men in. What do you say oh, we throw God. the... Let's throw the Cocker Spaniels in. You want to throw the Cocker Spaniels in? I do. What about Maxine Waters, who is backhandedly threatening society with her mob of misfits known as Democrats who want to kill their kids? How about the number one drunk, the real phenomenal trader? Forget Ken Griffin. Ken Griffin's just front-running hedge funds. This is a woman that built in a, a fortune of half a billion dollars by playing very sophisticated options, and she appears to have done this all while being drunk. There's no point in saying good morning, because it certainly is not one. This morning, the radical Supreme Court is eviscerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. This is, this is my favorite thing. Health and safety. <sighs> Democrats. Stupid son of dogs. You're voting for these idiots like this drunk and Maxine Waters, who st- steered the bailout money to her corrupt bank uh, president husband. First bailout check goes to the scumbag Mr. Waters. Not that I don't think he should be paid. After all, he's had to look at Ann Esther naked for God knows how many decades. He, that's worth something. That can't be something that, is, that, that you get for free. He should be compensated for that kind of torture. 
However, um, why is there never even a thought of what the definition of humanity is? What's the definition of humanity? It's not some moron loser that had a chance at life and then became a Democrat. No, you've already thrown your existence away. The future is that infant, that child. That's how humanity expands and really progresses. It's funny, though. You come, it becomes more and more obvious. The people who call themselves progressive, they're not really interested in progress. Every part of their philosophy is a throwback to tyranny, tyrants, murder, mayhem. You know why? Because they're either stupid or they're in on the scam with Nancy Pelosi. And they steal the money and pretend it's ma- they're making it. She's got a plan, though. Did you know Nancy Pelosi has a plan? Now, when she has a plan, I want you to listen to what it is. Because it's about intimidation, mayhem, riots, burning, chaos, to where in her small, feeble, intoxicated mind, she thinks this is going to give complacency. Well, you're wrong, honey. And this will only happen in your neighborhoods, in your utopias, because in my world, we're locked and loaded. I want the protest to start outside of my house. Could you please? Because it'll end real quick. Probably millions of Americans out there who are angered, saddened by this decision, who feel very helpless. Like, but they can't do anything about it. What, what's your advice to them about what they should be doing? You got a sniffles or is that cocaine? Did you hear that? Is that sniffles? You know, I used to work at the Merck. Nobody ever had a cold. I know a lot of guys with the sniffles, though. They sniff just like this. It would explain a lot of Nancy Pelosi's tics, a lot of her slippage, a lot of her thought patterns. She's clearly high on something, and it isn't just profit. Probably millions of Americans out there who are Sniff it up, Nancy. Sniff it. by this decision. Who feel very helpless, but they can't do anything about it. What's your advice to them about what they should be doing? Well, I think that, again, it's always about the outside mobilization is the most important part of any uh, success that we can have on an issue. See, now, outside mobilization, that's Marxist mafia speak for mount up and light the torches, you communist bastards, you freaks, you inspirations of Viagra. You reasons for intoxication and some men driving themselves off bridges. Go ahead, you cellulite-infested dingbats. Take to the streets. You could use the exercise. I say this all the time. Every week I have a big mobilization uh, Zoom, and I say, uh, you are our VIPs. Look, she makes the slaves feel like they're important. The people who uh, are stupid enough to support this drunk and possible cokehead She uh, makes them feel like VIPs. Look at you. You were able to log on to my meeting of chaos and misinformation. You're a VIP. Our volunteers in policy, our volunteers in politics, inside maneuvering can only take you so far. Outside mobilization makes all the difference in the world. That sounds like the plans of an insurrection, drunk. I wonder, is there going to be a committee? Is there going to be an investigation? Because right now, I've got two clearly pruned old hags, nonetheless, representatives. Maxine Waters, oh my word, is she disgusting looking. And Pelosi, who really isn't disgusting looking, but has been drunk since at least 82, the way I can figure it out. And Nancy Pelosi and Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi being the Speaker of the House, is giving a backhanded innuendo of riots. Say it, Nancy. Or is this how you talk to your stockbroker when you tell him the fix is in and just you just you give names and codes? Is that what it is, Nancy? You drunk sniffer. So I do think that women have to know and, and those who care about women 
have to know that the um, their voice no to know their power to know uh -huh. the power of mobilization Brilliant. to make their voices heard uh, to their elected officials. I wonder if that size forty four plump in a sport coat that likes to dress in a size sixteen dress I saw yesterday. I wonder if he's going to go out there. Is he probably got all riled up with birthing person? And this is how politicians create an insurrection. Oh, but it is. Nothing is more eloquent to a member of Congress than the voice of his or her own constituents. Your constituents seem to be going to the bathroom in the streets a lot in San Francisco. It seems to be a real sewer out there. You've got a massive increase of both homeless and drug addicts. Do they get to yell at you? And so they have to make their voices heard. But there is a plan, and that plan is to win the election, hopefully to get two more senators so that we can change the, the obstacles to passing laws. Uh, they don't have any obstacles in passing laws. In fact, what they have is too much power to pass laws because we've delegated these scum, these political whores, which, by the way, that's the only place they can be whores because out on the street, they're hard-pressed to get $14, not even two, tanks of, two gallons of gas. But here, what they are doing is inciting a riot. Where? In all the Democrat areas. Are you trapped in one? Because that's where it's going to get spicy after dark. Because if it's one thing Chicago proves, the freaks come out at night. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest. In the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. The following is a paid political announcement. Fellow Republicans. AM560. The answer. There she is, the sniffer. What about Kamala Harris? Is she going to put out a handbook? I mean, after all, she was the mistress of that 60-year-old dimwit for, what, 20 years? Did she ever get knocked up? I don't think so. You know, this is the other thing. They apply the horrors of decades ago before we had the kind of contraception we have today. You know, they didn't have all that stuff that they have today that any moron, any morphodite, any tramp can go buy. You can go right to the corner store and buy it. What are you worried about? That's not enough? So they want to apply that horror when women were, in fact, going to back alleys. Women of character so low they were comfortable kill killing their kids. And they want to apply that to today. When you could stop being pregnant a thousand different ways to Tuesday. Isn't the pill even covered in that socialist boondoggle Obamacare? I mean, come on. So it's really not about that. It's just a political weapon, which is good. I like it this way. Let's separate the good people from the bad people. We already have. The Democrat strongholds are where all the chaos and scum are, as far as I'm concerned. The good people who are trapped there are just there for love and affection and other reasons. But it's time to really, let's get it all out there. So if you want to kill your baby, you want to come from all over, that's the only tourism Illinois is going to have. Put it right down Chicago where Michigan Avenue used to be. God knows stores moved out of there. Put it right on Michigan Avenue. And let the states decide. And if the states want to elect a butter-handed pansy trust fund baby, beanbag that he is, fat slop, and they want to keep him in, this is the greatest asset for Pritzker because he's losing businesses. He's losing earning people, good people. Governor Pritzker is blasting the Supreme Court's decision overturning Roe versus Wade, and he insists Illinois will remain a safe place for abortions. Good to good. So keep him in and kill the kids. That should be the slogan. I like it that way. Let's kill. Let's kill. But is Kamala Harris still in town? I don't know. I came in. The air always stinks to me, though. You know, this air in Illinois, it always has that B.O. Democrat corruption and failure, a little twist of urine, some turpentine. You people call it atmosphere. 
I call it Democrat Beal. Matt Grayslake. Hey, how are you, Sean? I'm good. I'm good. I like your point very much. Well, listen, it's really simple. You know, Maxine, I'll speak along the lines of what Maxine was saying. She said, we're not going to let you decide what we do with our bodies. Well, if I'm the one paying for it, I should decide anyways, right? I love I mean, my that. federal taxes have been going to this BS for a long, long time. It's I, I I feel really liberated today, more so over over the fact that my tax dollars aren't going to be going to that. And also, did you happen to see Lloyd Austin give a speech today in public about how how much he, as the head of the Department of Defense, disagrees <laughs> with overturning Roe v. Wade, and that he will do everything in his power yeah. to make sure that military members Why doesn't he get just... the opportunity. So, so now they're going to use my tax dollars to fly military members around to states where it's legal. Are you? Are you? Why doesn't me? he just shut his mouth and keep his scam of weapon brokerage in his pocket while he pretends to be an expert the whole time promoting death? He's abroad? making zillions. Think about it this way, Matt. He's consistent. Yeah, he's making zillions. He should just shut up. He's consistent. Yeah, his he is. business is death in foreign lands. Now he wants to make it his business here, death in our land, because that's what we're talking about. We're simply talking about death. How about this? How about we say, uh, what are we doing? What, how are they selling us that, that bulldung fraud where they're bailing out the people who bribed Joe Biden? What is it? Support the war in Ukraine and all that. They didn't want to support the citizens in Ukraine when the government in Ukraine was killing them. We want to pretend the Azovs are good Nazis this time. Um, why don't we just say uh, we're uh, protecting the future welfare recipients uh, known as fetuses? There you go. What do you do? We, we got to figure out how to speak Democrat swindler because somehow they've been able to kind of a whole group of people into believing they represent them while they are building ghettos, entrapping and enslaving people to others, and profiting on the mean, in, in the meantime for themselves. I mean, there's got to be a way to play word games with con artists known as the Democrat Mafia. Or I guess you could just move out. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How are you today? Good. How are you? Listen, this this reversal isn't about uh, abortions uh, because it's just giving it back to the states to make the decision. Yeah. What it's about is they're, they're trying to make it a racial thing. They're trying to make it it's about poor people and gay rights and interracial marriages. They're, they're trying to they make it like to. they're trying to take away all of our rights. They have to. If they cannot afford for people, in particular people of a different race than Caucasoid, they can't afford for them to think as themselves as individuals. They cannot afford for them to think of what are the results of these Democrat mafia members using us as weapons against others. What are the results of the areas that they s- spend money in? that they support life in. What are the results of American Democrat governance? What is the result? I say it's simple. They build ghettos, chaos, lawlessness, drug addiction, and all-around skullduggery. One other thing, Sean. Yeah. The one other thing, the example that they give is it's taking away the right of a single mother who has four kids, Mm -hmm. whether she should keep, keep the baby or not. Well, if she already has four kids, why isn't she taking precautions? So she because that's the responsibility. Listen, this is a party of no responsibility, no ramifications. They do not have the, they cannot afford to have the people who are dumb enough to vote for them in the first place think that they are responsible for themselves and their outcome. They need them dependent, they need them stupid, and they need them loyal.
That's what this is about. This isn't about common sense. This is the year 2022. There's 50 different versions of birth control. You don't even have to take the pill every day. Go get the shot in your arm. But they don't want you to think about that. They need to pretend to be righteous because if they're afraid their constituents lift up the curtain, they'll see that these rat bastards are not only multi-multi-millionaires but do nothing but prostitute the very power they say they're going to use to protect the classes they destroy. You want to know why you have a middle class? You want to know why you have a lower class or a ghetto? It's because the politician that rules over that area is a gangster, a corrupt mafia member, and he needs you loyal. This is their greatest opportunity, and I think it's ours because everybody can understand you have no future when you kill your babies. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Best with Mary Jane. One more time to kill the pain. There are 50 different ways to not get pregnant. 50! Yet these idiots want to take the few taxpayers. And by the way, this is something we got to stop letting these welfare roaches, these barnacles on the ass of life, 80% of society, 70% for sure, that never pay a dollar in taxes. You don't pay taxes. So don't tell me how you want to spend money of the people like me that work our ass off to pay for this chicanery, you rat roach. Uh, Dick's message from Dick's Sporting Goods. Here's another place not to go. In response to today's ruling, we are announcing... That if the state you live in restricts access to abortion, Dick's Sporting Goods will provide up to $4,000 in travel expenses so you can go kill your babies. Baby murderers unite! Oh, there's. see if I can buy that acronym. We'll start a website, because that's what these roaches really are, if they want to finally admit what they are. Soviet, socialist, Marxist, fascist, rats. Uh, Dave, Ogden Dunes. Yeah, hi, Sean. I've talked to you a couple times before. I remember them all, and I know I like the tone of your voice. You make me feel like I'm in school again. What did I? What did I forget, teacher? I don't know. It's just the old army sergeant in me. But, there you go. Uh, after listening to some of this and some of the nonsense from the extreme left, how millions of women will die because of this? I think we should take a look with a little levity that the fact that millions of babies can live without the abortion and so, Six. No, no, if these ladies think that's such a good idea, what we do is we save their babies, and then we put them to sleep. And, and here's what you do. You start a program for these rats. Start a program. You don't want the baby? Here, I'll give you 30000 Give me the baby. Now go away, Roach, because that kid doesn't deserve to be raised by somebody that was willing to kill him or her. No, no, where you're flawed with that, Sean, is we give that money away. Why, why do that? Why don't we... Save the baby, and while the baby's being taken out of her womb... I don't get crazy now. Give, give her a shot, and uh, kind of like... Yeah, know, well, we're going to talk about vaccinations later in the show. You can chime in. Thank you, Dave. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. How you doing today? I love it by the same people who are claiming the whole right over their property or their body. These are the same fat slobs with their cellulite asses and their unpainted toenails yep. telling me that I have to put a shot in my arm or lose my job. These are the same idiots. It's communism. That's what that is. Only well, here's the thing. As a Knights of Columbus member at St. Isidore's Church, 
I think it's a great day, in the, and I'm sure they're cheering in heaven and celebrating at this moment. I don't know. I've listened to your Christian well, heaven. It sounds awful boring to me. I prefer Valhalla. But I don't, well, have to, I don't have to invoke, and I don't mind, Robert. I don't mind if people invoke God or whatever. I don't want to give them that weapon against me. I don't need to argue God to recognize what it is. You're murdering babies who can't fight back against themselves. But it does explain, Robert, why they care so little about all the babies that are going to get killed this weekend in the riots they're, in, they're, they're inciting now and in the Democrat sewers they rule over. What do you, what's the under-over? Let's get the under-over for Chicago. This kind of weekend, you got to bump it up. I say it's 46, and I'll take the over. You want a piece of that action, kid? I don't have a crystal ball, but I will say this, though. That uh, people, you know, I want to see, first of all, where the Catholic Church is going to stand on this in the next couple of weeks. Well, hear me out here, because Pope Francis and even the Cardinal has been too quiet on this issue. And as far as I'm concerned, in my personal opinion, if you're in Durban or a Biden or a Schumer Mm. or a Pelosi, you should be excommunicated from the church, just as I should be excommunicated if I were a Knights of Columbus member and I was for abortion. What do you think? I think you're a good man who's living in yesteryear. Because the Catholic Church has got legal problems. They're too busy making millionaires out of Boy Scouts. I really don't give a rip what those freaks living in trillion-dollar corporation that produces nothing think about anything. I didn't need them when I was a kid. I don't need them now. And I specifically don't need them to tell me right from wrong as they've been shuffling around pedophiles all around the world. So I don't care what Pope Francis, the Soviet socialist, thinks about anything. What do you think of that? Is that his name, Francis? Yeah. It's got legal problems. Call your lawyer there, jerky. Holly displains. Hi, yes. I want to say it's not just about the abortion and the killing of the babies, but it's also about the organ harvesting and what they're doing with this. It's going into the vaccines. It's going into yeah. our food. It's a huge it's, business. It's insane. How about the, the baby parts? wicked. Notice it's this. It's demonic. Remember? It's, it's tainting the humanity by what their practices. And this is on a global stage. And 63 million babies are dead. And lives are dead. And they could have the cancer cure. You know what Stalin said? One death is a tragedy. Right. 65 million a statistic. Thank you very much, Holly. But whatever happened when they caught the uh, Planned Parenthood selling the baby parts so that $2 whore that ran it could go buy a sports car? Whatever happened there? I don't remember. Just goes away. Because the Democrats will tolerate anything. Here, what do you need? A little walking around money? Because they, they're cheap whores too. Scum that they are. Explains why they're willing to kill their own babies. Mark in Plainfield. Uh, good afternoon, Sean. Great day, great day. First Gary Raybine wins the debate. Now Roe is overturned. Uh, wow. And you know what? I heard, heard uh, AOC and Maxine Waters. I have to laugh. You know, the white supremacist in me is applauding Maxine Waters' threat to keep killing black babies. And AOC, uh, you know, what she's saying, it's a health issue. If it well, really I don't, was a health I, issue. You're obviously being facetious about the yeah, white supremacist in you. But here's the thing. Why do you think so many people of all races tolerate this as this dingbat, this 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 fraud who's enriched herself and her husband to the tune of tens of millions of dollars? Gets out there and pretends to speak for all women and specifically all black women. I know a lot of people of color. I don't know many of them that want to kill their babies or think it's acceptable. They are quiet on the issue. But the yeah, idea. Listen to the Candace idea, Owens. She is all against it. She's saying that's, 
yeah. the Democrat solution. Well, the idea baby. that this woman and would have the audacity to hide behind the word and not recognize the devastation to all communities that has happened over 50 years as 65 million babies were slaughtered and, and, and murdered and by their mother. How, how, often is it, how often is it a health issue? Maybe 10%. If it really was a health issue, or if Dan Prof was the father, <clears throat> no one would stand in the, in the way of the abortion. I'll tell you. But mostly it's, <laughs> it's a matter of convenience. Thank you, Mark. I'll tell you, a, a health issue. Do you ever, um, anybody out there ever been sick when you were a kid and you see the pain on your parents' face? You ever have a kid that's going through a sickness as a parent? Is there any parent that hasn't prayed to whatever God they believe in to change places with their own kid? Is there anyone? I guess that must only be a good people problem. And the bad people don't give a rip. But that explains why the bad people vote Democrat. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642. AM560. The answer. We had Michael call us last week. He was on his way to the hospital. His wife was having a baby. He had, She had the baby, a little girl named Abigail. This is what we're talking about. I remember um, when the year my mother died, my daughter had to go in for a procedure. And I remember what that's like with the stress you go through. And then I saw a clip that I grabbed. This is what you're killing. This is a four-year-old little girl. Daddy? Yeah. Rachel? Yeah? Are you crying? No, not now. I'm happy. No, you're welcome. I'll do anything to keep you healthy. Yes, you will. Yes, I, you're my mommy. Yes, I am. Yeah. And you're my baby. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> That's what you're aborting, you filthy animal. That's what you're cheering for. That's what you're going to take to the street for. Not a woman's right, you rat swindler bastard. You're cheering so that you could get away with it. Now go ahead. Go to your sewers of Democrat policy, have your corporate support like dicks from Sporting Good. By the way, I would never buy an, a stick of gum from those scum. That's the kind of people you're dealing with. You want to talk about the nuance now of uh, Keynesian economics versus laissez-faire capitalism? Should we talk about the freedom rights of an individual versus the collective? These are the kind of roaches you're arguing with. Let them go where they want. It's time to separate. Take the Democrat areas. Split the tax plan. After all, you guys are all successful. You got the Silicon Valley guys. You got Dick Sporting Good. Take them. I don't want to commingle my money with you, scum. All right. Rudy, Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean. Thanks for coming to work today. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> I, uh, I, you know, the left wants to be able to kill and murder whenever they want. And when I see them firebombing these pro-life centers because a woman is making a decision to have Yeah, but they do it at night. Baby. They do it at it, night. Yeah, but it, right? Right it after they're done me. with their drugs and their, and their scum parties. Yeah. They do it in the dark of night because they're too cowardice to come during the day. Come during the day yeah, but, and let me know what address and what that, time to be there. But that tells me that they also want to kill other kids that don't even belong to them. You know what I'm saying? Am I looking at it from the right point of view? Yes, and here's the other thing, Rudy. Into, Doesn't it explain? A walks into a, a help center and says, I need help. And they're saying, no, you need to kill that kid. We're going to firebomb you. It's not about people. Their vision is about control. It's why it explains how easily they could pass on from the sewers they build. Yeah. 
the ghettos they, they're the architects of. It's why they just become blurbs and why they're going right. after guns versus the evil behind the gun. They fight for the right of the drug dealer, of the shooter. They're back out on the street with no bond, none. To create more mayhem. They don't want to solve the problem. They want to kill the they want to kill the innocent and they hide behind abortion. So they say abort the baby. I got an idea. Let's pardon the babies and abort the criminal. You want to do that? Let's play that game. We'll straighten things out. Thank you very much. We should put Kim Fox in charge of Planned Parenthood. Let her parole the kids. Just parole it. Let them out on their own word. They'll be fine. I'll put a bond for them. What is it now? You get caught with a gun in Chicago. What is it? A, a C note? Hundred bucks? Yeah, why not? You could buy an alderman for five hundred. You could buy your freedom for a hundred. Let's put up a hundred dollar bond for the baby. If the baby comes back later in life and it's a scumbag roach, then abort it. It's for, it's just sickening. These idiots. Tom in Brookfield. Hey, Sean. Hey, Tom. Hey, while I was on hold, I thought of a story about uh, abortion, but I wanted to tell you, I um, <laughs> I was in Brookfield um, at the city hall voting on fr- on Saturday. And uh, she had me, I, I told her my name. You didn't vote uh, for that Irving, did you? No. All right, good. good. He's, he got a 1% at the, at, the, at the debate last night. 1%. There was obviously some janitor sweeping around that said, yeah, I'd vote for him. But go ahead. Oh, family member. Yeah. Um, probably his ex-wife. You know, um, she's loaded. She's living in, are you kidding me? She's in Hinsdale in a Bentley. Go ahead. Well, she wants more. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I, I signed the iPad to, so, so they could verify my name, uh, and she said, "Oh, you're not you're not in here." So what do you mean? I've been voting here. I've lived here for thirty years. <laughs> so she said, um, "Oh, let me look at something." So she turned the iPad around again, and she said, "Okay, sign here." So I signed there, and she said, "Okay, you're registered." I looked at her and I said, "Wait a second! I verified my own signature. You didn't ask for an ID or nothing." Yeah, I said, this is this is a Democrat run state you guys think that this is the way to do it so that nobody can cheat and i looked at the republican judge and he said hey that's the way it is and right then i thought of you hey sean you're right the republicans are in on it too of course they are but i got a i got a story about um my wife had a heart attack when she was pregnant with our twins oh my god and we were in the hospital and a lot of stuff was going on and one doctor came in and said you got to take this medication. Oh, are any side effects? Well, um, if you don't take the medication, uh, the kid, if you do take the medication, the kids uh, could be 90% chance death. Oh. If you don't take the medication, you're going to die. And my wife looked at me and said, Tom, take care of my babies. When you had talked about you don't know anybody who would kill their kids, that that struck a chord. Yeah, you go home and you I give that lady not... a kiss. Did she make it? Obviously. Yeah, and so did the kids. You go home and give her a kiss. All three of them. Thank you, babe. Thanks for the call. That's a human being. That's a mother. See, here's here's the real skinny Democrat scum roach. As you rob everybody and put it in your pocket, you're nothing. You're of no importance. Me either. None of us are important. You know what's important? The kids, you stupid son of dogs, they're more important than you. They're better than you. They're better than their mothers. 312-642-5600. 
he believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. There is no question about it. The landscape of America is something to be in awe of. It's something to behold. It's beautiful. The philosophy of America is better. It is a philosophy. It's built on the Enlightenment. The philosophy that we are individual. We are not to be ruled. We are to be represented. The good news is the people that put it together, the philosophy of America, known as Americanism, were steeped in the Enlightenment. That's the concept. And they put fail-safes in those founding documents. I believe our next guest is on to the right path and the way to prevent a fascistic, corrupt dictatorship by a mafia gangster government. His name is Mark Meckler. He is an American political activist, an attorney, business executive. He serves as the president of Citizens of Self-Governance, president and co-founder of Convention of States Action. Mark, thank you so much for joining me. Now save me from these corrupt bastards. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can, but I do think that the American people can, and I do think the founders gave us the power to do it. They put it in the Constitution. They told us this time would come, and they said, when it comes, you can use Article 5 of the Constitution, call a convention, gather the states, and take the power back from the federal government, give it back to the people. So we have the power to do this. The only question is, do we have the fortitude to use it? And you know, Mark, I have to tell you, I I grew up in this area, right? I grew up in a town that once had character, and then it became like all the other Democrat mafia strongholds corrupted. Uh, and, 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 And it's time that you cannot get along with the mindset of a fascist, of a Marxist, of a socialist, of of whatever collectivism they're calling themselves. But ultimately, the reason you cannot get along with them is that every policy they have is steeped in force compliance. Forced. That's all they have. I, as an American, I will not be forced, intimidated, or coerced. Now, I've made the decision personally to to pick up and go to a state that protects that kind of uh, American principle. There are enough out there where you can go to to have a better quality of life. Are there enough to nullify the Marxist mafia known as gangster government today? Yeah, I think there are. Look, I made the same move. I grew up in Los Angeles, California. I lived there my entire life. And three and a half years ago, I decided I had to get out. I moved to Texas so where I could breathe free air. And there are a lot of states out there we can do it. And more and more states are going this direction. I mean, it's really interesting to note today there are 31 states with both houses of government controlled by Republicans. Two are split legislatures. I think both of those by 23 will be Republican legislatures. So we're getting to the point where very close to two-thirds of the states have their state houses controlled by Republicans. That means we're moving in the right direction. Since 2010, 
over 1,400 seats have switched from Democrat to Republicans in the state legislature. So we pay attention to what's going on in Washington, D.C., but at the ground level where people live, people are moving in the right direction. This idea of federalism is a beautiful idea, but yet somewhere along the line, for the most part, it's been hijacked. You only have a, a, a couple, a handful of real standout states that say, look, we are not going to give away our liberty and we are not going to recognize your totalitarianism. I want to know what yeah, you've seen that, over these last 17 months. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I think I have a, a unique perspective. I've been in 48 states over the last couple of years. Most of them I've been in the legislatures. I've been with grassroots. And what I see is a move to the kind of liberty you're talking about. We see a lot of state attorneys general right now all over the country that are suing the Biden administration, pushing back against all kinds of stuff from the federal government here. Ken Paxton, our attorney general, is one of the ones leading the way. But there are a whole bunch of them all across the country that are doing that. So we're seeing the chief law enforcement officer in a lot of these states now take a position against centralized authority. In the Convention of States project itself, which I started with, now 19 states have agreed to join a convention. So we're over halfway to the 34 that are necessary. So I think the momentum towards federalism has been firmly reestablished. Now, I believe that we can break it apart. I was, I, I was enamored by a book I read decades ago about um, the idea that America could peacefully break apart and should to a certain extent. We have every reason in the world when you realize that we were set up for this kind of corruption and we've allowed lawyers, no offense to you and yourself, but the slimy ones, to set up a yep. scheme where you have legalized political corruption. And now you only have 535 political whores you need to buy and sell. And before you know it, you can completely bastardize foreign policy, currency, and future taxation guaranteed by this notion of somehow giving the power of monetized debt. It's insane to me. Can the states break it apart and ultimately either form another country or negate the power of this government as it, as it, it now has seized hold? Yeah, I think we have the magic formula in the Constitution. If you look back at the formation of the country in 1787, they're in convention, and we have this sort of weird fantasy that everybody was getting along well, and we all decided to link arms and form this incredible country. But the reality is the men in that convention didn't like each other, big states versus small states, slave states versus free states. There was a lot of contention, a lot of mistrust. And out of that, we get the finest form of government ever known to man, which is federalism, a federalist system. It's actually a system that is designed for people who do not like and do not trust each other, but understand that on the world stage, there are existential threats, and it's useful to do certain things together. So I think that we have two choices, break it apart, which is violent, messy, and ugly. I don't think there's a clean way to do it, or figure out how to live together separately, and that's what federalism is all about. And the other thing is, we, we've bastardized, we've allowed politicians themselves to bastardize those very principles. The original founding, the vice president was not supposed to be some easy pickup, uh, 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 the best lunch date in Washington. It was supposed to be the other candidate. How did we get away from that one? Because that bothers me. I like it that way. I want the vice president to be contentious with the president. I think it makes for a government that doesn't abuse the people or their power. Yeah, I think what we've done over time is we've just taken to the notion that every, all power should be centralized in Washington, D.C. Everybody should be on the same page. I think one of the big frustrations for me is we talk about how divided the parties are. Well, I think that's a good thing. I think yeah, party division, division 
between Democrats. That's good. And so instead, what we have is what I describe as the uniparty, right? It's Republicans, Democrats, they take power, they have power for power's sake, and they're not good for the people. That's what we've seen, especially literally it's been about 115, 120 years since we really started to see that in Washington, D.C. So the magic number is 34. You've, you've got 31 right now? Because that's grown quite a bit. No, no, no. We have Right now we have 19, oh. but there are 31 state legislatures that have both houses oh. controlled by Republicans. But you need, what's the, the actual number for convention of states to really yep, be to a point? Is, that's correct. It's 34. It's specified as two-thirds of the states are required to call a convention. All right. So this is good news. Hopefully we can get it done before Biden not only embarrasses himself by wetting his pants in front of the Saudi prince, but at least we uh, don't become slaves to them. <laughs> can you uh, pull some strings on your end? Now, another thing, because I have you on the line, and obviously you're an attorney and you're a good one, you're one that wants to use law the proper way as my shield versus the weapon of the corrupt gangster government. How is a red flag law possibly constitutional when I myself speak out against these corrupt Democrat gangsters from the time I wake up to the time I stop talking in my sleep? Clearly, I'm who they're talking about using and circumventing my due process rights. Is that not true? Yeah, that is true. And I think it is a clear violation of due process. I hate that Republicans in the Senate have bought into this garbage. Only the chinless ones. Guys, yeah, all of those guys need to be unceremoniously removed as soon, at the soonest possible opportunity. Unfortunately, a bunch of them have long terms left. But it is, it is a violation of your due process rights. It's an outrageous violation, and it will be used for political targeting. We already know we have multiple examples of the left targeting people on the right in an outrageous, unfair, and unconstitutional way. And anybody who assumes the goodwill of your political opponents in the Democrat Party, that's a fool's errand, and you're going to end up in prison. Yes, and uh, will you please visit me? Um, Here's another thing I want to know. Do babies have the right to life and the protection of government? Yeah, I I think the answer is absolutely yes. I think in Roe versus Wade, we've seen the reversal of one of the most evil Supreme Court decisions in history, probably the most evil Supreme Court decision in history. It's resulted in the death of 61 million babies in America. By the way, the majority of them children of color, inner city kids. I mean, it's really been a, a genocide against children of color in the inner cities. And now, so the next step is it goes back to the states. That's federalism. That's where it belongs. we got to continue that fight in the states. And then ultimately, I think you can argue that this is a a 14th Amendment uh, clause. It's equal protection. And under the 14th Amendment, right, every human life is equal. And so that presupposes that the government gets to define life when life begins. So ultimately, I think that's where we're headed in America. I hope it's sooner rather than later, but I think it's going to be a long fight. So I happen to subscribe to your YouTube channel. That's how I I had my honey bunny get you, because I I think you're doing... A fantastic job, a fantastic movement. And I love that every time I log on, there's somebody new. And it's all walks of life, from the janitors to the attorneys to the business owners. In your opinion, what are the the percentage of Americans that are going to go willfully into, or willfully is the wrong word, complacently, complacently into this fascistic utopia we pretend is a representative republic how many people are unhappy with what they're living through on a daily basis under this gangster government 
So I think I would divide that about in thirds right now. And I would say they're a third that like it. And they like it because they believe that they're on the winning side. These are the, the current fascist Democrats that believe they're going to be in control. By the way, they're going to be very surprised because <laughs> this, these people eat their own. We've seen it a lot already. And so they're all going to get eaten by this machine anyway. Then there's a middle third that's really not paying attention to any of it right now. But I think they're starting to wake up. We're, seeing, we're going to see a lot of those people come out and vote. They're young parents who are frustrated about the sexual indoctrination of their kids, the lack of transparency in schools, the lack of control by parents. Those people are starting to wake up. And then there's about a third of, of people that I think are like you and I. And we're militant and we're not going to take it. And we walk in the shoes of the founders and the framers who are willing to put our lives on the line defend this incredible experiment in liberty that is the United States of America. I love that, but I'm also aware you just gave me the exact same percentages, the exact same breakdown of the Revolutionary War. Exactly. Yeah, that's correct. Yes, absolutely. All right, well, the good news is I wear that uniform better. So I want to thank you (laughs) for everything you do, Mark Meckler, and I mean it, and I would like you to come back on, because I think this is the way in which things can change, because they're afraid of people who are aware they're afraid of the numbers. And that third, and I hope to God you're low, is the kind of percentage of Americans that truly does change the trajectory. We do not have to be the United Soviet States of America. We can still remain the USA. And I'm hoping yeah, I uh, agree. we can. Where can my I people go completely. to sign up? Yeah, go to conventionofstates.com because, look, you're in the fight. I'm in the fight. Every single one of your listeners needs to be in the fight. It's not enough to listen and not in agreement got to be in the fight go to conventionofstates.com and get started i love what you do i love that you don't get tired please don't drink coffee lots of it god bless you sean you too mark thank you we'll be back with your calls and comments after this this is the sean thompson show where democrats are always wrong republicans are seldom right and politicians are never ever to be trusted on am 560 the answer am 560 the answer Almost on cue, Dick Sporting Goods sent me, a, sent me an email. 50% off this weekend. Hey, scumbags, you could give it away, and I wouldn't go there. Unsubscribe. Thank you very much. I feel much better about it. No more emails from those scumbags. No more buying them. That's it. Time to separate. Eric Marengo. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Very good, buddy. Love the show, man. I just want to say I can't wait for the day that Ray Bine wears his work boots in our camp. I know. That would be great. That would be great. I'm excited about it. He yeah, did, yeah. I think you know, I, I was there in the beginning, and I laughed. I think he did great. I listened to it. We need no three-piece suit from work boots in the camp. Mm-hmm. But uh, what my call is about is, you know, all these people. I know it's a situation when it comes to abortion. I get it. To all these people taking to the streets in front of the Capitol, everybody's protesting. Nobody is uh, assimilating to petition the government to open our oil production. Yeah, in fact, what um, it's interesting because this shows you how in control the Democrat representatives, whores, mafia, is of their constituents. They are literally right, in lockstep control. You know, you, you rarely hear me say Republican. Do you ever really hear me say Republican? I have voted for Republicans by default, They're I never vote a straight ticket. Do you think I give a rip 
what some Illinois scumbag, whatever happened to that lawyer that was threatening people to drown him in the sea of Ken Griffin's gold? Whatever happened to that piece of dung? I don't give a rip what politicians say. It's amazing to watch Democrats step and fetch on the word of a Democrat politician. It's why you're up against an organized mafia. Because they don't care about the gas they pay. They don't care that it's bankrupting them. They'll buy whatever spews from their lips of their of their rulers versus our representatives. Right. I guess what I'm saying is everybody can go out here and be so passionate and do all this stuff for, for one right, but but not I feel like everybody should be like, Hey, listen, get our oil production back online, get America back down to where it was. So then we'll fix this first. Then we'll start talking about something else. You're dealing with you're dealing with the original uh, an original problem with man itself, because, Eric, what you're missing is those people who couldn't go to work or didn't want to go to work or didn't want to go anywhere. Those people who wanted to sit on their ass and make money, they don't really care about the oil prices. In fact, they're enjoying watching guys like you and me and the rest of humanity that's decent struggle, struggle. They like to watch their fellow man get torn down. That is the kind of character humanity has. You know why Democrats succeed? It isn't because they win at anything or they're good at anything, but because they deliver the kind of uh, uh, control and extortion losers like to see applied to winners. Think about that in a country built on what is supposed to be equality, how it was easy, easy to sell this idea of penalizing the doers in the name of the non-doers. That should be unconstitutional. Know, think, about people, think about all those people that showed up today for the protest. They all paid eight, six, whatever dollars a gallon. No, they didn't. And they're not even. No, they didn't. They the walked right over. They walked over. They took public transportation, or they got. They get their sustenance well, from government, and they don't spend it anyway. You know, Eric, when you give people like, money, they don't really care how it's spent. You follow me? I appreciate the call, and it's an excellent you know, point. But you can't reason with these people. Because they like the gangster government. They like to watch the extortion. They buy the nonsense that they're entitled to free college. You know, that's what's coming next. Biden floats the idea. Now it's going to be ITT. So ITT robbed the people who signed for the loans. So nine more billion. They gave it away to the other college that they said robbed the people. But they still don't want to take away those credentials. So if you're going to make society bail you out and you don't have to pay it back, why do you get to say you're a college graduate then? You're not. So negate all the diplomas from ITT and the other scam one, whatever the hell it was. I think they paid Kamala early on. I don't remember the for-profit college, but all of these ones. If you're going to say that society has to pay for it, well, now you don't have a degree anymore. But that's not the way the Soviet wants to play it, the socialist, the Marxist. They just want to see everybody else pay for them because in their mind, they're entitled and you're lucky. You're the bad guy because you make it. That's why they subscribe to a philosophy of taking from companies that produce, and who gets it? A government that produces nothing, that squanders everything. They just like to see other people torn down. Those are the kind of people with character, the character to be Democrats. What kind of character is it? It's the same kind of character that has their brightest star, AOC, their brightest one chanting to kill the babies. Now, she's not talking about the Biden administration, which I think is illegitimate. She's talking about the fact that mothers can't kill their babies, or at least get away with it. You can. Don't worry, honey. You still have Democrat strongholds like Illinois or New York, where you're from. Those are pictures of success. And how do they exist? By extracting from those very few people who actually do something in those states to give to you people.
you Democrat roaches who sit on your ass, want to kill your kids, and get paid for it. Roaches. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Tell you in the face of all of this destruction of the principles of Americanism, you can never let yourself get down, man. I mean that. Never. We are winning even when we're not the majority. I don't just mean because of one decision or the next, but because of principles. The vast majority of us are unwilling to compromise them. Those are when I say us, I mean good people. Bad people will do what or say anything. And they get away with it because there's more bad than good. There just is. That's how it is. And all the philosophies of the Democrat mafia have one denominator. Force. How do they cover the force? Lies. Lies and lies and lies. What's the big upheaval about right now? Big upheaval. Because society has decided it is not right to kill the most innocent people among us. Who's the big stars in the Democrat Socialist, fascistic mafia. Who are they? The squad. What's the squad made up of? Women. Young women who are promoting the idea of a force, forced complacency, forced coercion, forced cooperation. Every policy they have, force. What's all they're chanting about? We're going to take something away from somebody. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Control, control, control. We have young women who are beautiful and also full of integrity. I discovered one today. Julia Letlow. I have to confess, I never heard of her before. But I heard her today and I thought it was something that maybe we should have our own squad. Our squad of liberty. Problem is, we don't do this to people. We all share principles. When we talk about what we have fought for, it is this simple truth. Every soul is precious and deserves life. As a mom... I can tell you the bond that grows between you and your child over those nine months is a sacred miracle. It is something you feel in every moment, from the second you find out you're expecting to months later when you watch your precious and innocent child take those first beautiful breaths. Pose that with the opposite of fraud and ugliness. You see this turnout here? You ain't seen nothing yet. Women are going to control their bodies no matter how they try. Not all women, Ann Esther. Not all women, you cokehead drunk Pelosi. Not all women, you deadbeat moron AOC. See, this is the beauty of it. It's clear. It's never been more clear than on a day like today. Never been more clear. Who are the dimwits promoting fascism? Deceit, lies, downright stupidity. Just as it has been in the United States for Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. Uh So to that end, we are announcing today also that we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery. We're giving money um, to Jamaica now. Assisting in terms of the recovery efforts in Jamaica that have been essential to, I believe, what is necessary to strengthen not only uh, the, the, the issue of public health, but also the economy. Brilliant. 
And we're giving money to Jamaica. What does what does Harris think about abortion religion? So we're going to see. I've, I've been convening. I've convened faith leaders, and you know, for for those of us of faith, I think that we we agree. Many of us that there's nothing about this issue that will require anyone to abandon their faith <laughs> or change their faith. Yeah, it's simply saying that the government should not have the ability to decide what an individual does with her own body. No, here's the deal, dummy. I mean, I know you didn't get there because you're smart or you earned it. I know how you got there. Ironically, this is probably a big topic for you. But the government has one job, and that's to protect the unalienable right of citizens, even the ones that are still in their mommy's tummy, even in the ones that are in the mommy's tummies of the mommies that are willing to kill them. That's what the government's supposed to do. That's how I view it. Uh, let me go to Jeff Palatine. Sean? Yes, Jeff. Hi. Um, I voted today. Um, Why I got I... a card from the, from the judge that I uh, voted, um, put in the ballot box, uh-huh. which is actually garbage can, and I asked them, you know, where is the basket to go? And they told me it's going to go somewhere in the west side of Chicago to count. <laughs> well, they didn't tell they didn't tell our other friend who called about his voting, and he had to sign to make sure he was voting that he had already voted in Arizona in 2020, and he voted for Biden. So uh, when they're telling you they're going to count it, they are. They're going to count it as if you voted for a Democrat. Who'd you vote for? Just for the record, say it loud, oh, say okay. it proud. We're not And Peggy Hubbard. You voted for Bailey and Peggy Hubbard. All right. Look at you. Thank and, you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, have... now, um, and I want to get a credentials to see how the votes will be counted. You can get it for campaign. But the general public cannot watch the voting, the counting. Isn't that, isn't that ironic? How great would it be, though, if you're running a crime organization and you get to tell people that they they're actually have a say in the crime organization and they get to pretend that they're going to participate in it, and you're going to give them all this kind of paperwork, and they're going to make a big deal about going. And then ultimately, at the end of the day, how do they they get the results? And the, the results are because you say so. It's like rolling dice with Big Jilly. He remembers where the dots are. You have a voting system in a country that's supposed to be at the cutting edge of technology that cannot be audited. You just have to take the word of it. Who are the people giving you the word? Well, the most prolific liars in your society. Thank you very much, Jeff. Hope it gets counted. Isn't that what we're really talking about? Hope it gets counted. Nikki Conforti, Western Suburbs, candidate for Congress. Nikki? Yes. Hi, Sean. It's Nikki Conforti running for Congressional District 6 here in the Western Suburbs. You have a relative named Wayne? Wayne. I think there is a a cousin, not a close relative, but yes. No neck, continues to wear mock turtlenecks, giant head, like a Pez dispenser. (laughs) Is he your cousin? Um, I don't know him. He might be distant family. There's a lot of us Conforties. I will say we all stick together, so that's a good thing. Wonderful. Hopefully you're built nothing like him. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, I was just reaching out to introduce myself. Uh, First-time caller into the show. I love your show. and Yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, I'm I'm a good conservative running for District 6, pro-life. Of course, we had a monumental decision that came out today. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's a big step forward for the, the life movement. So that's great. All right. So come Not on, let's go. Let me give you a little little time here to answer some questions. All right. So you're okay. pro-life. You're against murdering the babies. Check. That's good. Absolutely. What about monetizing debt 
and subjecting society to pain interest they never agreed to? Monetizing debt. No, I mean, I Good. I think I'm one of the best qualified candidates that is running today. I have a, a degree in economics from the University of Chicago, so I under, understand inflation, understand the debt. And so, you know, that's one of the first things I'm going to do is try and make push legislation to help the American people. I interviewed a guy yesterday, a candidate for Congress, and he didn't he gave me an answer that, uh, in my opinion, disqualified him from me supporting him. And here's what I'm going to ask you. People of this country have sent 60 billion dollars now, now with the new billions and the millions and the whatever to a Ukrainian government that was ensconced in a civil war, already killing its Ukrainian people. I'm not suggesting you have to pick sides of Russia or Putin or Ukraine. I don't want to pick sides in that. But what I do want to do is recognize that that is a government that has been riddled in corruption and scandal and has been rated by world organizations as the third most corrupt government in Eastern Europe. Should the American people be sending $60 billion there with no oversight to a government that we know has bribed Joe Biden's crack-smoking son? I support Ukraine. There's nothing I can do about the money that was already sent. When I get to Congress, I, I will pause on future do- contributions to the country. I want to see the EU and NATO step up. I mean, today I'm going to give you a tip. Like, I'm going to give you a tip, uh, and I'm going to okay. help you. I'm going to help you with this because people are involved in this argument, and now we know a little more than what ABC and NBC and CBS wants us to know. You can support the Ukrainian people by recognizing, too, that the Ukrainian government was in the midst of a seven-year civil war. This is something that I need Congress people to be aware of and talk about, because those Congress people back in 2015 passed a law that the Azov Battalion was not to get a dollar of our money because they were Nazis. These are the very things that people are not talking about anymore, and we are arming those Nazis. I have a huge problem with it, Conforti. I understand. And, uh, you know, when I get to Congress, I will not vote. I will vote no on future uh, contributions. I would definitely take a pause until we see how the money we've already spent trickles down. Oh, it's trickling. You know, we have to worry about our own military. We have to worry about, you know, rebuilding our own military. We have to worry about the border. We have to worry about taking care of the American people and putting America back on top. Nikki, I like it. We'll schedule something. And here's the name I want you to remember. Ihor Kolomoisky. Because the money isn't trickling down. It's going into his account in Cyprus. Take a look at it. I think you'll find it very interesting, especially that you have a degree in economics. Nikki Conforti, thanks for calling. We'll be back with the rest of your calls after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. There are principles... There are policies based in principles, and then there are failures, excuses, frauds, and corruptions. We are unmoored from the principles of propertyism. Some call it capitalism. I call it propertyism. We are unmoored from the principles of propertyism. We have turned over 
the principles or the, the laws and the decisions to people who are corrupt. It's simple. And when things fail, they do things that are almost unbelievable. This is Jerome Powell this week. This is astonishing. I think our, our judgment in real time proved to be incorrect, but we've, it, was, it was not an irrational judgment, and it was one that was very widely held at the time by, you know, by other central banks and economists. So the reason you're experiencing devalued dollar, or they call it inflation, the reason you stand on the precipice of uncertainty and calamity and a tsunami of different options, none of which are good, are because everybody else did it. I'm sorry, Ma. I jumped off the bridge. All the other idiots did it, too. That's basically the excuse you have. So when I heard this, I said, do me a favor. Get Derek Kenny. See if he'll come on. He is the author of Good Money Revolution, How to Make More Money and Do More Good. Derek is the CEO of Good Money Framework, host of the popular Good Morning podcast. And he's also as disgusted as I am as we watch these clueless Keynesian frauds destroy our country. Derek, how are you? Hey, Sean, great to be with you as always, man. Nothing better than kicking off the weekend with you, my friend. Oh, thank you very much. I, it's, it, it's amazing to me what we are living through as what you see is these aren't experts of anything. These are people that are guessing, and in the meantime, they're destroying the principles of my currency and my country. Well, you're exactly right. And, you know, I liken this to a movie script, and every movie needs a good villain in it. They need to rile up the audience and have some vitriol towards somebody. And my worry, and actually it's not unfounded, is actually is playing out in mental theaters around the country, and that is Joe Biden is looking for a villain because he can't face himself in the mirror, and he calls this prudence tax, and he calls this the fault of big oil executives. And the bottom line is, he is not giving credit for the intelligence of hardworking Americans. People see through this. And here's my worry. There's no one on the watch right now to help protect and care for the money that hardworking Americans work for. Uh, they go to the office on Monday, come home on Friday. They love the weekend. And now there's more pressure than ever for people to say, look, if I don't make smart decisions and take control of this myself, Nobody will. It's simply a buyer beware financial mentality right now. And the part that really drives me crazy, I the, what sticks with me daily is the notion of how much forty dollars is, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. My mother, it was me and her. My dad, you know, he was on a different path and he wasn't around, and it was me and my mother. My mother was a hairdresser at night, worked for her father, who had an auto parts business during the day, and half the time couldn't pay her because he was, at that time, an entrepreneur in the 70s and 80s. It was very difficult. You know, we had inflation and gun Democrats. I remember watching her pick a bill to pay, the stress on her face. We were $40 short for the rent, and she was on the verge of crying. And I said, well, I'll figure it out. And I went and I agreed to wash my buddy's father's cars for the next two months so he could front me the $40. Even wow. now, Even now as a man... There's not a time I don't see two 20s together, I don't think of that. I'm in the gas station wow. the other day, and I go in and I say, you know, I, here, here's $70, put it on the pump. And I see, I look over, I see this mother with a kid in the car, just sitting in the car stressed, trying to figure out how much she can afford to put in her gas tank. This is avoidable. 
We cured the problems of the 70s by proving beyond the shadow of a doubt Jimmy Carter and his stupidity were totally wrong. We didn't have 35 years of oil. We got 35 million years of oil. We could solve it. We did solve it just 18, 19 months ago. The life in this country was a thousand times better. This is a policy issue. Can't we just get enough Americans to focus for five milliseconds to throw these idiots out? I can't wait till November. I know that that mother can't wait. You know, Sean, I I agree, and it's interesting. You know, let me be a voice of reason, which I know you like me to be on your show. And, yes, I do. You know, here's the reality, and this is just the cold, hard truth, that even though November, the polls are showing overwhelmingly we're going to have Republican majorities, the problem, though, is how quickly can policy actually change? And what I don't want to do is give people false hope right now and say just because we shift back over – to hardworking Republicans probably leading both parties doesn't automatically mean that gas prices go down precipitously. Inflation drops like a rock. I think right now people need to look themselves in the mirror and say, look, if ever I've wanted to improve my life, I have an opportunity right now. And the reason I wrote this book, Good Money Revolution, was I couldn't have guessed how abysmal the financial situation would be, but the book is timed perfectly because it empowers people, whether you're working for someone, whether you're the administrative assistant, you're the mid-level manager, how you can go to your boss and add value, and they're going to want to pay you more because you're helping them make and save more money. And it's a way for people, wherever they're at right now, to actually add tangible dollars because, look, You can't wait for the government to toss the crumbs off the table to you. That is not sustainable, and I think it demeans the American public. It demeans hardworking, intelligent people who are listening right now, and it says you're not smart enough to figure this out. And I take umbrage with that. I say I think you are. You just need the tools and to be empowered, and that's what this book is all about. When you see the the coming in tsunami, and you see the path that is obviously going to result into another monetized situation, monetized debt situation, where they're going to come up with build back better. They're going to come up with more spending. And when you, How do you prepare for this being the tip of the inflation iceberg we're about to hit? Well, interestingly enough, so t- this morning... I like to look at a couple things, and I like to help people be better investors and smarter. So this morning, a report comes out called the Consumer Sentiment Survey, issued by the University of Michigan, comes out, and basically it says how are customers and and, and basically Americans feeling about the economy. It was one of the lowest numbers we've had in recent times, 50. But inside of it, Sean, it revealed a glimmer of hope that inflation ticked down one-tenth of one percent. Now, that was enough today to drive the market dramatically higher and positive for the first time in about a month. So what we know is people on Wall Street are are sort of like a Ferrari stuck in city traffic. They've got the gas pedal pressed down, but there's so many cars around them, they can't move. And what I would tell your listeners is those cars blocking the Ferrari that's stuck in city traffic are the government's. Are the Fed, are policymakers surrounding the president, who I was shocked by this, Sean, 
most of them don't have any economic degrees at all. <laughs> I'm happy all... about that. At least that explains this stupidity. And I was shocked by that. I, I told my own kids, I'm like, well, make sure I don't have my readers on right now, but am I missing something in the description, for goodness sakes? And th- these are these are advocates. These are people who make policy, but they're not business minded people. And, and what I fear is that without action, without people taking control of their personal economy, not even worrying about the overall economy because they can't control that. It's so depressing. I want to empower people. What are some ways that you can add a couple hundred dollars to your bottom line, which could uh, buy a few extra items for your family, which could provide some things? Because let me share this with you, Sean. I did some math the other day because there was this banter the other day about the suspension of the federal gasoline tax. And what I looked at was I said the average American, a lot of them have a Toyota Highlander, a Honda Accord, a Yukon XL. Those are pretty popular cars. And for 90 days, if you filled up your tank twice, keep in mind the, the gas tax is 18 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. That would actually save you in a Toyota Highlander $78 over three months. A Honda Accord, it would save you $65. A Yukon Accelerator would save you $120. So what they're talking about is they're taking the resources of the President of the United States, for goodness sakes, and Congress to try to save me between $64 and $120. That goes to the logic, the short-term thinking that simply will not solve long-term challenging problems. No, so what Americans, in, in, in my opinion, need to do is pay attention to what their personal debt situation, their personal exposure to this incompetence is. So this is what I like having you on about, because there comes a time where the concept of working for money versus having money work for you, it's really kind of a, a teeter-totter you have to pay attention to. So when you stand on the, on the idea where now credit card debt is going to clearly be above 30%, if it's not already, depending on what your credit rating is. Isn't it best if you have short money at risk to take that money out and pay off your debt so at least you're not exposed to the rising, what I believe to be the exact wrong answer by the Federal Reserve, which is to really put the lower end and the middle of the of the or the lower middle of the middle class completely into bankruptcy and economic turmoil by massively raising the cost of their debt, which is what they use to live month to month by. Yeah, Sean, it's such a great point you make, and that's a pain point, I think, that is felt by so many Americans. And listen, I empathize with their situation. They feel like they simply can't do anything about it. You know, one of the things I talk about in the book, I think it's chapter five or six, is how to crush your debt. And I wrote that prior to skyrocketing inflation, but the principles are even now more present and powerful. And that is, listen, on on a sticky note, Simply write down your top three debt amounts you have right now and what the interest rate is. And here's why I would have you do that. First of all, we want to simplify it. We know that when you can focus on a couple of things, you're more likely to achieve success. We know you get home from work, you're tired, you've got to put a meal on the table for your family, you've got to help with homework, all those pieces. The last thing you want to do is dig deep into your financial plan for most people. And so the problem right now is with inflation, we're going to see credit card rates, and you alluded to this earlier, Sean, go up dramatically because most credit cards, if you carry a balance, and this is where 
you lose in the game of credit cards if you carry a month-to-month balance because they can raise that rate every month. It's adjustable, just like the people listening that might have what's called an ARM, an ARM, which is adjustable rate mortgage on their house. And listen, they were probably smart at the time to get it. Rates were low. The thought of rates aren't going to go much higher. Yeah, short-sighted, short-sighted. I always talk them out of that. And, and, you know... They have a big problem because the whole nation has it on a biggest debt that nobody can pay off. The thirty trillion dollars is an arm. I still hate that, and um, yes. they have to ex- they have to exercise this personal responsibility. Um, so I don't want to cut you short, but I got to get going. Here's the other thing, Derek. I want to give you a little uh, heads up, and I think you'll like this. When people ask me today, why would the market be up eight hundred and fifty? Five points. You know, I didn't want to go through the nuances of a short squeeze or a dead cat bounce, which is what I believe it to be. I say it's because Wall Street loves the idea that babies will now live and become consumers and producers. What do you think about that? I think that is a really (laughs) good perspective on it, and I'd go with that. You know, it's interesting, just real quick, we talked about the book. I want to get the message into as many people's hands as possible. You can go to goodmoneychapters.com, goodmoneychapters.com, and download the first five chapters for free to help improve your financial picture right now. That's why I like having you on. It's a crucial time. People have to prepare for this admitted incompetence. When you see a Federal Reserve president, did you ever think in your lifetime you would see a Federal Reserve president come out and say, I did it because everybody did and we were wrong? It's shocking. It's shocking. It really is. And it's the reason that if we're not going to get rid of the Federal Reserve, you and me should run it. What do you think of that, kid? Imagine if you and I ran things, Sean. Oh. Wow. I get that straighten it out in ninety days. I think that's our slogan. <laughs> we'll straighten this out in ninety days. Listen, Derek, I love the book. I love you coming on. Derek Kinney, Good Money Revolution. Thank you so much. I had fun. Thank you, Sean. Have a great weekend. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show. On AM560. The answer. <laughs> AM 560, The Answer. All right, we're going to go to the phone lines, and I'm going to go to Jerry. But uh, I I am so aggravated that these imbeciles are doing the exact wrong thing. And I'm not aggravated for me. I'll I'll weather the storm. We're going to weather the storm. But the idea that they are admitting what stupidity they have been implementing is amazing to me. To say you simply flooded the system with money. Yes, we did. That's another way to think about it. <laughs> Where does it come from? Do you just print it? We print it digitally. So we, you know, we, as a central bank, we have the ability to create money uh, digitally. And we do that by buying treasury bills or, or bonds or other government guarantees. And senators of both parties just reconfirmed this stupid son of a dog. Yeah, yeah, y- y- yeah, we did. Well, how do you think it's going to turn out, stupid securities and that actually increases the money supply we also print actual currency and we distribute that to the federal reserve banks it is one giant con job one giant crime and he got reconfirmed he should be in prison uh, yeah we just did just real quick or to say you simply flooded the system with money yes we did that's another way to think about it that's the only way to think about it con man and who's going to go to jail? Oh, those people who can't pay the cost, the ramification of what you did. How do you quantify bankrupting 50% of the country? Sorry, everyone else did it. 
and these are the guys in charge, their answer is the wrong answer. Raising the interest rates is not going to stop anything. It will create more bankruptcy, more mayhem. Listen for the word. Listen for this phrase. I'll never forget when I started doing it. Short sale. Hmm, What's that? That's when everybody starts to lose. That's what that is. Jerry, Ridgeway, Wisconsin. I love this call. Hey, hey, Sean, I just have to tell you, I've been listening to you since you would talk to Joe Walsh, Walsh a few Irish years ago. gypsy um, bastard con artist. Took me a year to get the money he owed me. I had to, I had to go to his wife because he's a con artist. Go ahead. Exactly. Well, I just had to call. A feel-good day. Um, we won at the Supreme Court. I'm going to say it as a state take that as a win, and I had my first granddaughter born today. <laughs> I loved it. And do you want to know something? I only wanted the girls when my wife was pregnant. I prayed, just give me girls, because I was afraid. You know, I didn't I didn't want to have a boy who would disappoint me on a multitude of levels. And girl babies, they're just the best. They're the best of the best. What's her name? You don't. If you don't want to tell me, I understand. Nope. Her name is Evelyn Daisy, oh. and I'm the mother of five boys and one girl, so I'm excited to have another little girl in the family. I love it. Little girls are great right up until 12. Then exactly. call me after they're married. But, yes, it's fun for the first 12 years. I love every minute of it. Thank you very exactly. much, and I love the name, Jerry. I love it. Thank you. Her middle so, name's Daisy. Hey. Thank you. Good luck. So, God bless. My call. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Valerie, one of my favorite songs from the girl who just couldn't put the needle down. I loved her. Amy Winehouse, what a voice. You ever hear her sing Valerie? Great song. Valerie, Chicago. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. I am. Oh, my goodness. No, I don't do needles. I no, might no, no. smoke I'm a talk- little mirror. No, I'm talking about Amy Winehouse, who, you know, her, her mom and dad wanted to send her to rehab, and she said, no, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, love your show. And yeah, I'm in Chirac and <laughs> I'm playing. Now, Sean, yeah. let me just say this. All right. I love you. Oh, I you know you. that, right? Thank you very much. But go ahead. I, here, right. here comes the butt. I've been dealing with women long enough to know there's a butt coming. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. You have to remember when you're talking to a Democrat, you're talking to like a five-year-old kid, and sometimes you might win the argument, but after talking to that five-year-old kid, it's like, what? What did I do? Yes, but that's one so aspect. We have to remember. That's one aspect, <laughs> Valerie, re- and I like what you're saying, <laughs> but you have to remember where I grew up. I know who I'm talking to, and no, you're right. Half of the party are those imbeciles. The other half are those gangsters. And I had to deal with those gangsters. I ever tell you when my cousin and I had a, had opened up our own little card club, we opened up our own little private club, and it was starting to take off, and, you know, everybody liked to be there more than they liked to be at the other guy's club. And one of those old-timers came in with his supposedly muscle guy, and they were going to shake me and my cousin down. And it didn't go so well. Because when I talk to a Democrat, I'm talking to that fat-ass wannabe gangster, the pretend tough guy and the old man who thought he was somebody. I like to talk to him and remind them who they are when we're looking at them. Eye to eye. And I look at their eyes and I watch them look down because they're cowards and they're scum. And the last thing they need is somebody that knows what they are. So when I talk to them, I talk to them like the scum wannabe gangsters. They pretend to be. 
And I let them know, I'm on to their scam. And in my world, they ain't dung. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. I love I love her. Love her. Another casualty of drugs. Did we talk about the border? Did we talk about uh, the border? Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. No, you filthy animal squirrel hands. What's wrong with you? It's all about timing, all about timing and phrasing. There's a couple things I want you to remember because you're going to deal with this all weekend, right? They're going to talk about the abortion. They're going to ignore the slaughterhouses of Democrat big cities. They're going to ignore the fact that they're stoking violence this weekend. Then they're going to distract and deceive. But remember exactly how we got here when it comes to the economic failure that affects every single American, mainly the hardworking ones. And here's what your president did when he first came to office. He immediately re-entered the Paris Climate Accord. He canceled the Keystone Pipeline. He halted leasing programs in Anwar. He issued a 60-day halt on all new oil and gas leases and drilling permits on federal lands and waters. That's nationwide. That accounts, by the way, for 25% of U.S. oil production. He directed federal agencies to eliminate all supports for fossil fuels. He imposed new regulations on oil and gas and methane emissions. Those were all just in the first few days. Are you telling me that's had no effect? And then what about the costs for all the logistics of goods throughout the country? My name is Shamit Konar. I'm the chief executive officer for Pilot Flying J. We operate the largest network of travel centers in the United States, serving the U.S. trucking industry and four-wheel customers. We currently account for approximately 20% of the country's highway, or as we call it, over-the-road diesel supply, 20%, as well as 30% of the diesel exhaust fluid supply, also known as DEF. Similar to my colleagues here, Pilot is facing a threat of severe reduction in rail service allocations. For Pilot, the service reduction allocations are being imposed by the Union Pacific Railroad. On April 13th, we were informed by the Union Pacific that we were required to reduce shipments by 26%. In subsequent conversations, we were asked to reduce them even further by 50% or face embargoes. 50%. So they attack diesel. They attack oil in general. They attack natural gas. And what about the money? Or to say you simply flooded the system with money. Yes, we did. That's another way to think about it. This is politically induced. This is the failure the government scoundrels wanted because now they've got you on your knees and not in the Kamala Harris way. All right, now we go to the phone lines. Michael Joliet. Hey, Sean. Hey, Michael. Hey, uh, I was uh, listening to most of your podcast. Uh, basically, I just wanted to get a quick uh, update. I don't want to put you on the spot. Right. Who are you liking besides Gary Rabine, you know, for like, you know, like our state rep, you know, who are you leaning more to? I, 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 I'm kind of, I'm picking and choosing who I like. I, I, I'll, let, I'll tell you what, we're going to talk, I'm going to be at the golf outing on Sunday. I'm going to probably yes. give you my picks on Sunday. I mean, on Monday, excuse me. 
And who's the guy I like for uh, AG, Honey Bunny, the guy with the with show steak? The guy who's the guy whose commercial is make crime illegal again. <laughs> I love that guy. So I'm definitely going to go Raybine, and I'm going to go with that guy. I also like Judge Joe uh, that we've had on the yeah. show for Supreme Court of Illinois. Navarini, I like him a lot. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my name behind who I like. I'm gonna do that on Monday. Uh, I don't think it's fair if I do it now, but you know, I've given you the most important pick in my mind, and that's uh, Raybine time, and uh, that's why sure. I couldn't participate in the uh, debate yesterday. But I, I will say this: I like Gary. I, I, I too like a, a couple of the other candidates, but I'll tell you who I definitely don't like: the weasel scumbag from Aurora, Ken Griffin's political whore. Richard Irving can't stand that scumbag, and I love the idea that not only don't I have to listen to his scum commercials anymore on my station, get out of here, you moron. I won't have to deal with him after Tuesday because he's going to lose. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate the call. Yes, hey, sir, you got got a minute, sir? Go right ahead. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, in fact, I even had like a letter sent out from uh, this one uh, rhino in our area, yeah. and he actually highlighted Richard Urban. If you want, I could forward this to you so you could check it out. It's actually astounding. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you honey money. She'll take a picture. She'll give you the email. Jacob, love the name, Orlando. Oh, yes. Hello. Good to speak with you today. You too, Jacob. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, well, I uh, know everybody's talking about uh, the monkey pox, I guess the virus and the vaccine that's uh, yeah. now taking the news. I found some interesting news. There's a bio lab in Texas that's funded by NH Grants. They have some job postings on their website, uh, active job postings seeking monkey caretakers. And one of the main qualifications for the monkey caretakers is to have a driver's license. So I'm thinking, why are all these labs <laughs> hiring people? Yeah. Jacob, you don't want to be you don't want to be driving around monkeys with monkeypox, and you certainly don't want to be dealing with something where you could end up looking like a Chicago female Democrat named Dr. Awardi. So stay away from the monkeypox, Jacob. I highly recommend it. It's very dangerous. And one thing he's talking about that I heard Tulsi Gebhard talk about when it comes to Ukraine. This is a very big sticking point. That's why when I ask uh, congressional candidates, when I ask candidates about it, you really need to know what the hell is going on and who we're giving money to. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded bio labs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these bio labs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Ukraine is in an active war zone with widespread bombing, artillery and shelling. And these facilities even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens. Now, like COVID, these pathogens know no borders. If they What about the one in Wuhan where Fauci was investing in money? Are we still going to get to the bottom of that, or are we just going to pretend that that's an organic virus like we have organic oil? I don't want to pretend that. I'll tell you, I like this Tulsi Gabbard. I do. I like her. Timothy in his garage. Timothy? All right, we're going to put him on hold. He wants Gunga Den. We already, I like Gunga Den. We got movies here. Give me Chuck and Dullivan. How you doing, kid? Hey, Chuck, Chuck and Dullivan. Everything's going great. How are you doing? Wonderful. Did you trim your beard, and how are you doing in the pulse? Well, I, actually, I'm leading right now. I'm beating, I'm, I'm beating uh, anybody that's going for district. You I, be, I had a couple of articles. You could in the be paper. a congressman. A congressman, Chuck from Dullivan. With his beard and his Santa yes. Claus suit and his bells. 
That's correct. But I got to tell you something. As soon as I get there, the very first piece of legislation I'm going after, yeah. I'm going to ban 10 speed bikes. 10 speed bikes are no good. <laughs> look what happened to Puck. Look what happened to Biden. If he would have had a single speed bike yeah. and it was a girl's bike, he would never would have fell over and hit his head. I like but, it. I like that. Girl. The type of magazine. What are you going to do about spending? Listen, let's do this. What are you going to do about spending? You're going to curb spending? You're going to do something about this? Yes, I will, but I tell you, the first thing I got to do, my girlfriend's going to dump me. She said, dumping you. And I'm going to go right up to that AOC girl, and I'm going to tell her, hey, nobody in Wisconsin likes you, but I want Yeah. She's really hot. I like, that's that's what I'm going to ask you. the first thing. You might, you might be the on the first a good, thing I'm doing. That might be a good platform. You're going to convert AOC through the pleasures of Colonel Chuck and Dullivan. I like it. You could show yeah. her the beard. Yeah. I mean, you know, she's pretty much able to believe anything. She's buying that whole socialism thing. She might buy your spiel. I like it, Chuck and Dullivan. At least you're a capitalist. At least you believe in American principles. Uh, Ray, Miami. Hi, Ray. Hi, hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for here's an idea when the here's the here's an idea when the Republicans take control and they have a Republican president. Maybe they ought to float the idea of expanding the uh, Supreme Court and put four more conservative justices on the court. I don't know if I want to go tit for tat with tyrants. Oh, I like that. A lot of teas in there. Yeah, tit for oh, tat. Wait, with really I want to put back the idea that the only restraints in this country are to be on government. I want to. I want to make it illegal for this pay-to-play lobbyist scheme where these rat bastards front-run policy and all become millionaires. Let's start there. Can I say one more thing? Yes, you go ahead. Okay. I wonder how many times in her lifetime Kamala Harris made that comment, uh, don't come. Yes, I'm not going to touch that. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. All right, so we've got a hybrid Friday. I still want to, we're definitely going to do the national anthem. I don't have a lot of time, so we're not going to take I'm going to do some movies. Movies, City of Lies with Johnny Depp. I'll tell you what. I found it to be very interesting. And then there's another movie, 2018, called Driven, about John DeLorean and the, and the FBI rat that uh, uh, informed on him. I tell you, very interesting, very interesting. Now we're just going to take a couple calls on movies. Tim in his garage. That's right. Hey, last week I recommended movies from the 39. 1939, uh-huh. and uh, I think I had a little uh, mistake. You asked me about Gunga Din, and I said Cary Grant, and it was re- I said Gary Cooper, and it was really Cary Grant, and Douglas Fairbanks. Douglas Fairbanks. Yes. 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 Yeah. And All right. Thank you. I, Timothy, don't get mad at me. Yes, they're very good. Don't get mad at me. We got a short time. Trish, Lake Geneva, real quick. Re- return to me. Carol Connor, Bonnie, Bonnie Hunt, Chicago movie, best documentary between peace and war by Claire Dooley. It just came out. I'm watching it. Are you watching it? No, I'm going to start. I'm going to go home tonight and watch it. I heard it was good. You're the second person that told me about it. Documentary between peace and war and the movie returned to me. Now, thank you, by the way. Thank everybody for listening. This has been, I can't believe how fast this show is. I will be back in 45 hours. We're going to be back on Monday from Mistwood Golf Course, where I'm going to get to see a lot of people. I'm playing in the morning, and we're going to do the show live. Uh, In the meantime, have a good weekend. Be safe. Be safe. Be smart. The Democrat mafia is calling for their loyalist Marxist army to take to the streets and cause chaos. Remember that.
and protect your kids. Remind them who we're dealing with. People who are upset because they can't get to kill their babies, they're not going to bother killing yours. All right, in the meantime, let's remember we win in the end because we're Americans. Cue my favorite. So proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight over. Nice pick, Squirrel. I liked it very much. There's somebody whose mother didn't abort him. That was very nice. Very different. I like it. We'll be back. Have a safe weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.